This week, we're going to talk about the right social media strategy for realtors in 2021. We're going to help you figure out exactly what to do. So you have a plan. You know exactly what to focus on and exactly what to do when the calendar flips over on January 1st. But first, a little personal note, a decision that I made two and a half for three years ago has finally come full circle in a very personal way. And I want to give you a little, uh, little glimpse into what's going on for me personally right now. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Massive Agent Podcast, episode 156. I am your host, Dustin Brome. I am the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Podcast Network and the MassiveAgentDaily.com. Go check those out. I'm also a realtor myself in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, today, I've got a, a two-part show, all right? We're going to talk about, for realtors, the social social media strategy for 2021. For you guys that are like, I still don't know what to do. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. A little from column A, a little from column B. Well, we're going to help you dial in on exactly what to do. I've done that for myself. I know exactly what I'm going to be doing going into 2021. Some of those things I still need to implement, but I have my plan and we're going to help you do the same thing. And then I have some stuff going on personally, and I wanted to give you a look behind the curtain, if you will, at that. And and it's you know a lesson that I'm learning, something that's come full circle for me, I think will be relevant to to you guys and relevant to anyone in our industry. And so I think that's what I'm going to start with. So um, a decision that I made two and a half years ago and the reasons why I thought I was making it have finally come full circle. Let me back up and explain what I mean by this. All right. Um, and stick with me here because this uh, I've, I've learned something that every single one of you, every single one of you should be able to take something valuable away from this, even if it doesn't directly relate to you. This is my story and it ends, but this is my story. And I think that the parallels in your own life are huge if you're willing to look at them and accept them. So Saturday night, my dad, uh, we had to call an ambulance. He, he was breathing really heavy, like frantic breathing. Uh, he's 73 years old. I mean, he's, he was active. He's, he goes skiing, he hikes, he rock climbs, very active. But um, the day before or two days before Thanksgiving, he had um, he had his prostate removed. He had prostate cancer, had that removed. And ever since then, he's had some complications. Well, Saturday night, those complications really came to a head when he couldn't breathe. He was panicking. He said he felt like he was shivering, yet he was inside and he was kind of delirious. So we called an ambulance for him. Uh, thank God the ambulance got there pretty quick, brought him to the hospital, Come to find out, um, they didn't know if he had a heart attack. They didn't know if it was a diabetic seizure or something because he's he's a type 2 diabetic as well. Um, we really didn't know what was going on. So we found out that he had developed sepsis and it was causing all sorts of hell in his body. This was a complication from his prostate surgery. And uh, another thing that we had no idea about, he had a 10 millimeter kidney stone that's one centimeter, the size of a freaking marble, a kidney stone that was causing a blockage, backing up into his kidney, causing all sorts of hell also, which caused a chain reaction that damn near gave him a heart attack, something that they thought looked like a heart attack based on the you know the blood tests and everything. 
but uh, these are all complications from from the surgery and this kidney stone that somehow popped up or like rapidly developed or something. We still don't quite know. But my, this last week, I've been I've been at the hospital. I've been spending a lot of time with him, um, you know, working on some stuff, trying to figure out, you know, what life looks like after the hospital. You know, in the short term, he's going to be fine. Long term, I believe. But uh, it was it was really heavy. You know, as you could imagine, crazy because my, you know, what's my dad, who's been perfectly healthy up until, you know, a month or so ago, all of a sudden almost died and, you know, being rushed to the hospital by a, by an ambulance. So I was able to, I had to push everything to the back burner, you know, at the drop of a hat, I I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm just, I'm not going to do these things, canceling this, clear my schedule, you know, and if I have time, I'll accomplish these certain things during the week. This podcast is one of those priorities, and I obviously made time to do this, but and some other social media posts and and whatnot, and coaching calls for my groups. But um, everything else pretty much just got pushed to the back burner. And as I was sitting in the emergency room, uh, still not quite knowing what was going on with him, I I had this moment of reflection where I'm like, "Wait a minute! Like this, what I've just been able to do is something that so many people can't. I've been able to." just completely clear my schedule and didn't once worry, oh my God, how am I going to make money? Where's my income going to come from? How's that going to happen? If this happened three, four years ago, when I was, when all my income came from selling homes personally, I'd be screwed. Like, how am I going to, how am I going to, like, what am I going to do? I can't take a week off because if I don't, if I'm not out there meeting clients and doing deals, I have no, I have no income. And so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, for so long, I've heard others, others that I've looked up to, my mentors and, and, and leaders within our industry and outside of our industry talk about how important it is to have multiple streams of income and how, you know, usually you don't know, how do I word this? You, when you, once you need to have multiple streams of income, it's too late. It's too late to build them. Okay, you, you need to start building them now so that when you need them, when you have to rely on that income and that revenue, it's already been built. It's already there. And I've heard people talk about how, you know, they they went to work really hard for a few weeks, or not a few weeks, a few years, and you know, built something and they have passive residual income. And and then, you know, a family member has a health issue. It's usually a health issue that you know happens at the drop of a hat. And, you know, totally out of the blue and unexpected. And, you know, people can just like they're fine. They're not worried about money because they've built uh, a machine that continues to pay them each month, whether they're out there doing income producing activity or not. And, and that's always something I've wanted. That's why I've made certain decisions. That's why I switched to the brokerage that I'm at. I'm at eXp Realty two and a half years ago. It's because I wanted to build, you know, enough passive and residual income so that if something ever happened, I'd have that safety net. And so as I was sitting there in the ER, I just, I'm like, holy crap, like I've, this is what I, I made the decision two and a half years ago. I went to work. I've helped a lot of agents. I've, you know, I've really poured my heart out trying to do that and help our industry. And now I'm sitting in a position where that's reality for me. And I was so freaking grateful during this time that, you know, very difficult, but 
so grateful that, wow, because I made certain decisions and did certain things and helped others along the way, I'm now in a position where I can tell this story on my podcast to you. It's really crazy how it all comes full circle. So the, the, here's the lesson, guys. First off, I wanted to let you know why maybe I'm less responsive than normal to messages. Um, I know this last week or so, and will continue to be for a little bit. But uh, I wanted to share this because it's come full circle. Like before, the, the reason why I chose my brokerage, the reason why I'm focused on, you know, building, um, you know, coaching platforms and the Massive Agent Daily app and doing other things that are uh, scalable where, you know, I build a platform and then the more people that use them, your revenue increases, but the work required by me doesn't necessarily increase at the same rate. And it was all theory. It's like, hey, this is great. You know, this will provide passive income, which is great. Who doesn't want that? Now I understand. Now I get it. And I got it before. I thought I thought I got it before because it was just nice to have that income. It's like, wow, this is nice. It comes in every month and it's going up every month. This is awesome. But it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily needed. It wasn't necessarily like a safety net to let me just totally check out. And I cannot tell you how amazing that feels. Guys, if you are a real estate agent, you have to have more than one, more than one stream of income. If your if your income is only if the only way that you make money is by selling a home and earning a commission check, that at some point will fail you. At some point, that's going to bite you in the ass. At some point, if you can't continue doing the activity that gets you paid, then you won't be. You won't be paid. So you have to, you have to start other businesses, do other things, have side hustles, whatever. I chose to do something that was very natural. I just picked a different brokerage that gave me different income streams while doing what realtors do anyways. And it's been the best decision I've ever made in my life. I've also, you know, launched the Massive Agent Society, the Massive Agent Daily. I do one-on-one coaching. I do speaking and, and a few other things that, that bring in some revenue. And all of those things are not trading time for dollars. And which, you know, really, if you're selling homes, you're trading your time and expertise for dollars. And if a deal doesn't close for reasons that you have no control over whatsoever, you don't get paid. You could have spent, you know, 40 hours on a deal and worked your ass off, driven hundreds and hundreds of miles showing properties. And then at the very end, the buyer says, oh, don't want to do it. We decided not to move. And if you're relying on that paycheck and you don't have any other income, what the hell are you going to do? Guys, that is such a dangerous place to be. So I wanted to tell you this story as dramatic as it is and as personal as, as it is, because I want you to understand I want you to understand the importance here, okay? My goal with this podcast has shifted over time. In the beginning, it was all about just giving you ideas to generate leads and sell more homes, and it still is. But my mission has transformed and uh, and continued to progress to where I want to help you not just sell more homes, but to become more financially stable. I want to help you become wealthy. I want to help you create a lifestyle that you want. Okay. Income is part of that. And where the income comes from is a huge part of that. Is that, you know, commission income or is it coming from other sources? And hopefully you have some income from other sources and hopefully that income, 
get so big that you now have a choice to continue selling homes or not, or continue selling homes every once in a while. Maybe you start referring deals out. Maybe you build a team and just hand them off to them and make less from that because you're making more on the other stuff. I don't know, but don't you want that flexibility? Because God forbid, like if you're, it doesn't even matter how old you are. I mean, like I could get hit by a bus today and because of what I've built with eXp Realty in a short period of time, like, I mean, being totally honest, since January of this year, when I really started to focus, like my, the income that I have from eXp has gone up dramatically to where it is my, it's almost my number one source of income. And it's happened since January when it was in the, it, it was not much in January. Um, but I could get hit by a bus and because of the business model that I, that I'm with, um, my wife can go get her license and take over and continue to get paid my revenue share. Okay. It's willable. It's unbelievable. And, and so that is financial security for my family. That is a life insurance policy for my family. If something were to happen to me, if something happens to you or something happens to a family member and you can't or don't want to work for a month or two months or six months, what the hell are you going to do? So guys, I know not everyone wants to make big drastic decisions. You know, we, we avoid them like the plague. I do too. I do too. I, I bury my hand in the, in the sand a lot. And it's stupid, but it's also reality. Um, it doesn't mean that it's good, okay? I Sometimes when you're busy, you want to just deal with things later. I get it. But when is later? Is later ever going to come? Are you ever going to actually look at something else? Are you ever actually going to figure out other ways you can make money? Are you ever going to put those plans in place and do them? I'm telling you, the easiest thing you could do is join a brokerage that pays you in addition, pays you in two other ways other than just commission. It gives you the opportunity to get paid in two other ways. Whether you actually take advantage of those is up to you. How much you take advantage of those, also up to you. But if you haven't even looked at that, if you're like, oh, I'm happy where I'm at because I like my broker. I'm, I'm happy because I, you know, I get it, but you're kicking the can down the road. You, you are. So please, for the love of God, start looking at the best brokerage opportunity for you. I believe that that is eXp Realty, but, and you may not, but a lot of you are saying that because you haven't really looked. You don't understand it yet. You're saying that because you don't think it is. You don't think it's the best for you, but you, you have no idea. That's like saying, well, my, no, I have the best, uh, my son has the best teacher in the world. Are they really the best teacher in the world or they're just pretty damn good? Are they the best? No. You're, you're like, oh, I, my car, it's awesome. I like it. Well, do you? Like, is it the, the best car you could possibly have or is it the one you're settling for? It's kind of a crappy analogy, but you know what I mean? You're settling. Are you settling or are you actually reaching out and grabbing the opportunity that you need and that may actually save your financial life someday? So guys, please, for the love of God, look at other business models. Even if you're completely happy where you're at and, and you're like, shut up and get to the social media planning for 2021, which I'm going to in just a second, I promise. You've, you've got to look at other opportunities. You have to look at other brokerages, the ones that are growing super fast, like EXP and a few others. Why? 
why are they growing so fast? If they suck, why are they growing so fast? If they're lame, if they're not everything they're cut out to be, if, if it's too, too good to be true, then why are they growing so fast? I mean, nobody really has an answer for that. But look, okay, when you look at, at other things, you may find out you are so much more content where you're at now, but at least you'll know rather than three years from now being like, damn it, why didn't I look three years ago when Dustin told me to look? So stop doing that. If you guys want to chat about it, I'm happy to chat. If you want to just watch a video that explains it, awesome. But watch it, turn your damn phone off while you're watching it. Don't be distracted. You owe it to yourself to educate yourself on the business model that has saved my financial life. All you need to do, go massiveagentpodcast.com slash exp and click play. If you want to talk afterwards, if you have questions afterwards, awesome. Message me or on that same page, get on my calendar using my Calendly and let's let's talk. But for the love of God, educate yourself and look because uh, once you need to have other revenue streams, it's too late. Once you need them, it's too late. All right, guys, let's talk about 2021. Um, a lot of you... A lot of you just kind of go willy nilly and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to post something on Facebook here and I'm going to do an Instagram story there and I'll write a blog post this week and then I won't do another one for another year and a half. Maybe I'll launch a podcast and I'll do a bunch of research on it and then uh, didn't launch it. I'll do that next year. I'll do that next month. I'll do that, you know, whatever. And you just kind of rudderless. Okay. If that's you, forgive yourself. It's okay. Okay. I do that too, to a certain extent, but I've gotten a hell of a lot better at it. And the things that I've honed in on and created plans for and that I have a roadmap for, guess what? I'm reaching my goals faster than I ever thought possible. You can do the same thing. Social media, I still believe, social media in general is the most underutilized tool that realtors have to grow their business. And it, it's unbelievable to me how many realtors don't take advantage. And if they do, or they think they are, that you think you're taking advantage, you think you're doing social media to grow your business, but you're posting dog shit. You're posting literal visual dog shit that nobody cares about, and you are too stubborn to notice. You think that just because you get a courtesy like every third post that it's working. Well, if you're honest with yourself, it's not freaking working. So do something else. Post something else. And I'll we're going to tell you what those things are, all right? But do not mistake you using social media wrong for social media just doesn't work for you. Or, you know, social media isn't as powerful as it used to be. Bullshit. Bullshit. It is. So here's something that I need you guys to burn into your brains. This this concept here. If you can if you get the concept and then you if we burn it into your brain and then you figure out how to make that happen, you're going to be just fine. People need to see you as often as possible in as many ways as possible. They need to see you as often as possible in as many ways as possible in as many places as possible. All right. That you just need to be everywhere all the time. Okay. So how do you do that? Social media. That's where everyone is. They're on social media. Sure. You could spend a shitload of money on a billboard. Hopefully it's those digital ones, which actually aren't that bad of a deal. You can actually get some pretty good impressions on digital billboards if your town has them, but uh, don't go do bus benches, you know, Wall Street Journal ads or whatever. Like nobody's reading, nobody's reading the goddamn newspaper anymore. They're just not. So in order to really take advantage of the opportunity social media still provides, 
you've got to pick two to three platforms that you're going to focus on consistently this next year, okay, in 2021. If you are just barely starting with social media, if you haven't done a whole lot of anything, pick one. And I highly recommend that that's Facebook. If you're, if you are only using Instagram, you don't even have Facebook or anything else. And you have like everything you do is on Instagram. Okay. Then double down on Instagram. Everyone else, Facebook, Facebook needs to be your priority. Okay. Pick two to three platforms. So for me, I've chosen Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And then I'll talk about this in a minute, but in addition, podcast, email marketing, and YouTube, email marketing and YouTube haven't really implemented yet but that's coming. But define the platforms that you want to use. If you hate LinkedIn, if you just don't get it, if it's like, oh, that's so stupid, I'd rather just do TikTok and Snapchat or something. Cool. Pick two platforms. If you like using the platform, that's good because you're going to have to do it consistently. And if you hate it, you're not going to be consistent with it. So pick two platforms. Okay. I've chosen Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For you, maybe that's Facebook and Instagram. Maybe it's Instagram and TikTok. I don't know. That's for you. Maybe maybe it's Twitter. Maybe it's Twitter and LinkedIn. I have no idea. But whichever platforms you already use, you like, you understand, start there. Pick those platforms, okay? And don't pick too many. Just because I've picked three doesn't mean that you should. Pick one or two. Then... Okay, you need to decide what type of content you want to put out on a regular basis. Okay, you just need to plan this, put it on paper. Okay, write this down somewhere. Is it video? Can you get yourself in front of a video camera? If I think every single person can practice enough to where they become comfortable. Okay, so video should be a huge part. And guys, let me just say this, this little side note here. It's consider this an educational rant. If people look at your social media profiles, and they cannot find out what you look like, you'll never get hired. It is so weird to me how I'll see, and this is not just a real estate agent thing, guys. This is just people in general when all they post is memes and you know other stuff, and there's never, ever a photo of them. That is such a huge red flag. People want to see you. Okay? If they're going to be hiring you and working with you in person, they want to see you for God's sakes. So why... I'll let you in on a little secret that, that picture of you, okay. That's actually what you look like. You actually look like that. So when people see you on the street, that that's what they're going to see. They're, they're going to see what you look like. So getting in front of the video doesn't change what you look like because that is what you look like. So, okay. Like just let people see that because when you walk down the street, do you wear a bag over your head? I hope not. There's some deep issues there. There's some deep issues there, but you don't wear a bag over your head when you're walking down the street. People see you. So let them see you. It's just so weird. So weird. And so many red flags go up, especially on a freaking business page, on a business profile when no one can see what you look like. So if that's you, change that for the love of God. So you have people need to see you. That's how they make connections, okay? Photos, videos. Figure out what kind of content you want to do consistently. Hopefully video is a part of that. Maybe, maybe you have a great sense of humor. Maybe you are funny and you can type some really witty, like text-based posts. Awesome. Maybe that's uh, you know, maybe you do it on video. Maybe you do it in your Instagram stories. Maybe you love writing and you want to write blog posts on a website or blog posts um, within LinkedIn as a LinkedIn article. You could even do those within Facebook posts, depending on how long they are. 
If you love writing, embrace that. Okay, there's so much power in the written word and it's easy for Google to find and scrape and show in search results. So, and if you, if you really love talking, you, you know, but you don't really want to be in front of the camera and you hate writing podcast, Hey, podcasting could be one of those, one of those uh, types of content. And then you use social media to distribute it. But right now, once you know which social media platforms you're going to be using, you have to decide what you're going to be putting on them. Okay. And don't be so rigid with this. I, I want you to just kind of have a, uh, here's my, here's my, uh, vision for you. Okay. Is you, you're like, okay, this year I'm going to do video this year. I'm going to do video. And then I'm also going to do some funny memes or whatever. Um, and then I'm also going to share cool stuff happening in the community. And, you know, maybe that's sharing posts from some other company. Maybe that's me writing my own. Um, I don't know, but that's what I'm going to focus on all year. Great. Now you have a roadmap but don't be so rigid that you don't ever do anything else. You know, you, you want to have some flexibility of the type of content you do, uh, especially if you realize one thing works better than another or one thing doesn't work at all or you just don't like doing one of them. You want to give a little flexibility to that. But define it now so that it's so much easier to take action and actually do things when, you've, when you have a, a, a task list, right? Like, you know, okay, you need to do a video. You need to write this. You need to do that. And you need to post it on Facebook. You need to post it on LinkedIn and Instagram. And that's your roadmap. And it's so easy to do once you actually have it defined rather than when you have all the options in the world floating around in your head, which causes you to do absolutely nothing because you have too many options. Define what your options are, choose from those and do them every single day. Then I want you guys to get in the habit of posting every day. Okay, but make sure for the love of God that it's not always real estate. Real estate content should be like one, one to two out of 10 times. Okay, 10 to 20% of the time, make it real estate related. And when it is real estate related, make sure it's not boring and stupid. Okay, make sure it's presented in a way that will get someone's attention that they'll actually care about. But be a human being on social media. Let people see you and your personality and what you do, what your interests are, what your family's like, all that stuff so that they can make a connection with you. And then every once in a while, you show what you do for a living and boom, the personal connection and all of a sudden that trust that you are a professional in your field, boom, you're going to get hired. And you may not get hired the first week. You probably won't. Probably take a few months. Maybe it takes a year. I don't know. But I promise you guys, if you do this consistently for a few months, post every single day, you will start to see a ton of traction. You will start to see your engagement go up. You'll start to see, you'll start to get messages from people that are like, oh, man, I see you all over the place now. I see you everywhere. Like things must be going good. If you're getting those comments, you're doing it right. Keep going. Keep going. If you're getting comments that people see you everywhere or every time they turn, they look at social media, you're there, you're doing it right as long as you're not putting out steaming dog shit, okay? So stop it with all the real estate stuff. Stop posting your listing flyers. Stop going live when you're at an open house, unless the open house is worth seeing. If it's just some average, you know, middle of the road home that's not too remarkable, you probably don't waste everyone's time by notifying them with a, you know, the little notification that you're live only for them to be like, wow, thank you very little. You don't want to do that. You want to keep people tuning in, not tuning out. Okay, guys, that's it. That's it. That's the roadmap. Okay, it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. The key is that once you've defined 
where, what you're going to do and where is that you do it consistently. So you don't want to overcomplicate this. You don't want to create too much extra work for yourself. Otherwise, it's not, it's not, um, you can't be consistent with it. You know, it's not sustainable if it's too much work. Okay. So I highly recommend if you guys are struggling for, for knowing what to post, pay attention to what gets your attention in your newsfeed. When you guys are scrolling yourself, what are, what, what makes you stop? What makes you stop? Video that moves is a great way. Like movement gets people, gets attention, bright colors, uh, big, bold things, uh, nostalgic stuff. Like if people notice a photo that from something from their childhood or a neighborhood they grew up in or something, nostalgia works really well, but start to pay attention to what gets your attention. And then you can do that in your own posts. But guys, I'm telling you, if you make 20, if you're one of these people that's like 2020 sucked, but damn it, 2021 is my year. First off, I believe it can be. I certainly believe it can be. But if you really want it to, you have to make social media a major part of that. Okay. You can do this. Posting regular good stuff that's authentic and you on social media does not have to be a three hour a day thing. It does not have to be this big hard thing, but do it every single day. And then when you get comments, reply to them, reply to every single comment, acknowledge people. All right. And if, even if it's like a happy birthday, if someone wish, you know, on your birthday, like 732 people post or say happy birthday or whatever, acknowledge them. Okay. They took the time to do that. At least like their comment. Okay. It, Sometimes it doesn't make sense to go through and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and comment on every single person's post, but um, try to acknowledge those that take the time to engage with you. First off, it's great for your engagement rate because it's it turns one comment into two, but it also acknowledges whoever commented, it acknowledges them and thanks them for the time and makes them realize, oh, they're not just talking to a wall. How annoying is it when you comment on somebody's stuff and maybe it's a, a personality, maybe it's a business, maybe whatever. And they just don't respond to anything for anybody. It's just like, you're just talking to a wall. They're just, it gives you a bad taste in your mouth because you're like, wow, that brand, they're using social media as just this billboard, this, this one way street where they just want to dump stuff on people and they want no one to talk back. That's not what social media is all about. The power is in creating the conversations, getting people to comment, having you know, being able to reply back to them and starting conversations and making, making great positive impressions with them. That's what it's all about, guys. So that's it, guys. That's the roadmap. Pick your platform, pick what kind of content you're going to do and do it, right? And if you're, if you're struggling, if you're like, mm, I need the easy button, awesome. I've got your back. Massive Agent Daily. Go to massiveagentdaily.com. Our app will tell you every morning what to post. Simple as that. Sometimes it's a copy and paste thing. Sometimes it's a video explaining, hey, go create this little thing. And, you know, but we tell you every single day and we make sure that it's a nice mix of engagement, local based, uh, local focused stuff, real estate and personal content so that you're not overwhelming people with any one thing. You're not being boring. You're, you're building your engagement dramatically and we'll, our app does it for you. Massiveagentdaily.com if you want the easy button, but you guys can do this by yourself. You can. If you don't want to, if you want to make it easier, awesome. That's why we built the Massive Agent Daily and uh, you can go take advantage of that. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in today. Um, 
you know, it's, it's been quite a week with what's going on with my dad. He's going to be fine, but uh, I've actually got to wrap this up and, uh, you know, go do another visit. He's having a little procedure today, but uh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. You guys who, you know, my team members and everyone who, who already knows what's going on that have been there. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. We, we feel the good vibes. We, we feel the, the prayers and the positive energy and I, I see your messages. So thank you guys. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode of the massive agent podcast. In the meantime, uh, make sure you're following massive agent on, uh, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and then Dustin Brome on LinkedIn. That's where we're putting micro content every single day, video clips from, um, interviews I've done, speeches I've given, podcast interviews. Um, we're taking the best of all the content we've done over these last 156 episodes. And every single day on each platform, we're, we're putting stuff up. So when you see that, if you would help us out, react with it, you know, comment on it, share it if you think it's good stuff that other agents want to see. But uh, make sure you're following at Massive Agent. We'll be back next week, guys. Thank you so much. Go sell some homes. Go close some loans. Take care. Take care.